What's up, everyone? This is DJ Far Out, and welcome to another episode of Far Out Strand of the Hour. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining in with me on another dope episode. So, let's get right into it. The strand of the hour is going to be bonkers. Bonkers is a hybrid strand, um, kind of about a, what, a 26% THC uh, content in it. Um, it's a cross between lemon tree and cookies and cream. It gives a euphoric, tingling, relaxed, chill, vibey type of feeling to it. It's good for depression, stress, and anxiety. Um, also, it has a citrus, lemon, kind of like piney flavor. Um, real dope, real chill. Um, it's a good kind of like relax after work to talk about some things, especially if you're stressed out. Bonkers. I, You know, I think this strain is really good for... Um, when just shit just goes just out of whack. I, I think that's the whole thing of bonkers. I think you, you need to smoke this strain when things just goes out of fucking rack and just you need it need to bring you back to center. It goes out of whack and you want to come back down to earth. Sometimes life gets crazy. It can be anything. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be, you know, finances. It could be a spouse or a partner or your love life or your dating life. It could be anything. It could be work. It could be work. Shit could just go fucking bonkers and just lose all type of control of everything. But I believe that if we smoke this bonkers strain, it'll bring everything back just to one central place. Have a stress out, go roll it up, light it, think about things so that way, you know, you can get a hold of it. Life is, is about getting back hold to just yourself. That's what it is. Because life can get crazy. It's supposed to get crazy. It's like not not going to get crazy. It is going to get crazy. There's going to be shit that happens, but we need to like be centered. We need to be centered. On top of meditation, I always tell people meditate and bake. But on top of meditation, we need to be centered. So bonkers is the strand that I feel like can center you. It centers me. I'm having issues. Things are bonkers. Going a little bit nuts. Not my general life. But my work life, it's been bonkers. It's been bonkers. Work is a love-hate thing, and it's because it's work. Me, personally, I'm ready to get out of work, just like a lot of you guys. I'm ready to get out of work. I'm ready to do things that provides me freedom, where I can do things on my own time. I just want to do whatever the fuck I please, I feel like doing. I want to spend more time with my children. I probably want to see more fat girls somewhere. Like I just want to have my own time to do it. I don't want to be stuck at a place. Now, with me, I'm a manager of a gas station. That's why I choose to work. I'm not going to where, when, when, and hot, but I'm a manager of a gas station. My job is to manage people and make sure that they do things to keep this gas station functioning, you know? And it's the employees more than just the guests. Two seconds. Let's like this. If you haven't already lighted your blunt, let's light. Let's get into it. Bonkers. Fucking bonkers. So, I've been managing the store for about a year. Multiple stores, different stores. They go back and forth. Sometimes at one time, sometimes, you know, one store at a time. Right now, I'm at a one store, at like a 1.5, 1.2. Because there's a store that's transitioning to getting a new GM, and I'm helping them out. So, but the store I'm at, and there's the story that, basically the story they have to deal with the whole year is just with the employees. It's just a new type. I think it's just a new type of breed. I don't know 
if it's the new type of workers or there's just money out here that I'm not seeing, that I'm not getting to, which that probably is the truth. I think it's that. I don't think it's necessarily the people. I think it's the environment. I think I was getting to a place where I'm just completely tired. But the employees is, is just one. They just, you know, I, I'm not saying back down to your to your management team. But if your management and your boss is not a dick or being a dick, then you shouldn't be a dick either. Because your boss or your manager has to be there longer, has to talk with more critical people and getting the flack all over the time. Because people, the people are not born with common sense. Sense is not always common, people say. So I have to manage and deal with these people with a certain type of like approach. You can't be too cool with them. Can't be not too cool with them. You got to be just right. You can't overdo it. You can't give. You got to, it's just, it's like, you know, it's like babysitting a kid from another race. Have you ever babysitted a child that's from a whole nother just ethnic background? Got to be kind of cool because the things you do in your household and your ethnic background may not matches up with what they do in their household. And, and it, it makes you on edge. That's why I kind of feel bad for teachers. Teachers have to teach a classroom with kids, 20 to 30 kids from different households, different backgrounds. And as the teacher, you got to find to do things to be in the middle because you recognize that all these kids that you're teaching don't have the same parents. The parents are not on the same level. Some parents are more experienced than other people. Some parents, that might be the first and only child. Some parents probably just don't give a fuck. But you have to stay in the middle. And I am like that at work. I have to manage all these children-like people. They're adults, but they act like children. Children-like people, but still be open-minded enough to understand that they come from different backgrounds. That they're not going to do things that I'm particularly going to do. One of the things that they're not going to do, they're not going to have that drive factor. Anybody listen to this and have managed or is in management, you know, the goal is to manage people so that way whatever you're managing is successful. You're the overseer of the little things so that way the big picture gets taken care of, gets solved. You make your money, you do your project, however, whatever is your role for management. And sometimes in certain situations, you have to manage people who just, to, you know, to them it's just like it's just a job. It's just like a whole job. They don't really give a fuck about anything else. Like, it's just what it is. I got one employee that I know I guess she gets assistance, so she wants me to cut her hours so that way she can file and get assistance. Like, you don't want to... Like, she asked me the other day. She's like, oh, I just want to know when you're hiring somebody else because I didn't sign up for 40 hours. That's what she told me. She said, I didn't sign up for 40 hours. But then my mindset is just like, you don't want to get paid and come to work? You didn't sign up for pay to go work? So I had to step back a little bit and just, you know, maybe she has another job. Maybe she has other responsibilities. She's a mother. Maybe that's just what it is, you know? She goes in and said, my husband takes care of me. He works all the hours. I don't need to really do this. This is... Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So you don't need it. So I'll I'll stop give you opportunities to make more money for your family and I will give you less opportunities to make more money for your family and I'll get somebody else the opportunities to make money for their family. 
And I know it's probably not meant like that. Somebody's like, oh, she takes care of a household and everything. So I totally get that. But drive has to be one thing. Drive, it's just the drive. Where's the drive of life? Where's the drive of people? I had a guy come in. He was a crackhead for an interview. Didn't hire him. But I just knew it off back. And I just asked him, like, how do you show your guests that you appreciate them? What do you do? And he couldn't answer it. He just goes down the list of how he owned this company and that company. And I, I thought he was on crack at the time because he was doing a lot of fantasizing. He didn't give me a, like, I'm a business owner and I run a lot of business vibe. He didn't. He didn't. He had this, like, worn out ACDC white t-shirt on with these ripped jeans. He had on some big old steel toe boots. Like, he found them or that's the only shoes he's there. And that's okay. Maybe he needed a job to get some more boots. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool. But he just didn't give me, like, I've been running businesses all my life and this is the opportunity that I need. He didn't give me that. He didn't give me that. He didn't give me that. It's not the drive. But enough about the people who are attempting to get jobs. Let's talk about the motherfuckers who actually get in. Let's talk about the motherfuckers who actually trick the management and give a bomb-ass interview. And once you hire him, it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what in the world? It's completely... 360 of the shit than I thought. Like, don't gaslight me the fuck up. And then you get here. That's the thing. Let's start with that. They don't even get there. Niggas can sign up for a job and then just don't show up. I'm sick. I can't go. I can't do it. It's just rough. Now I get every time you wake up and be like, it's just one of those days you don't want to do it. I know if you've been doing it consistently straight, you get tired. You just need rest. The body just needs rest. I get it. I get sometimes that you get sick. Catch a cold, <coughs> a cough, a sneeze, a hot chew, or whatever, and you get sad. But I know a lot of people who just who just still go to work. Just go to work. I had an uncle. Drove the best every day. You couldn't tell him to take off. Couldn't tell him to take off. It, he worked so much, it made me not want to be stuck in that situation because he just worked. I saw it as the outside, but that was a different time in my life. But now that I sit back and think about it, he was securing stuff. He always had it. Every time I needed something, my sister needed something, his grandkids needed something. Like, he was there. He was the man. He is. He was the man. He probably not in big statues. He wasn't a Bill Gates, but he always helped out. He always was there. It was just to keep things going. Sometimes you got to keep things going. But people need to have drive. I can't see how people want to do these amazing things in life and the opportunities that's given to you up front. You don't take advantage of it. My whole thing of coming to this, this guy, it was something new. It's something new. It's, it's something that I never was into, but it was a hustle. I knew that I could get in. I could outwork people because when I came in and I looked at the people working here, these are people who are not coming to work every day. People who don't care. And the people come in and stand around. And if you ever worked in the gas station situation, it's really, it's not much. It's not much. It's simple. It's simple. You have product. You need to sell it. You need to clean it. You need to stock it. Like, or retail in general. It's not, it's not much. It's not much. You don't have to make the shit and then put it out. I may have to heat up some hot dogs and some tornadoes, but that don't really take long. That really don't take long. And for people not to, like, for people to not get a job and not commit to the job, it's like, that's fucked up. You signed up for this. 
We put an ad up, ask you, do you want to work? You say yes. Based on your qualifications, I match up based on your will and want to work. I say yes, come and work for us. We we would like to have you. I didn't get on the boat, travel to your house or your country or anything, force you out of your home and tie you up and bring you and say, ha, now you work for me, motherfucker. You can't go nowhere. I didn't do that. You signed up for this shit. So for you not to come to work and do the things that's being asked for you to be done, it's just buffoonery. And then they want to talk shit. And then they want to threaten. I get it. There's a lot of, you know, employees out there. I'm going to say employees. We all are employees. We all work for somebody. Until the day we don't work for somebody. Congratulations if you're listening to this and you're not an employee. You work for yourself. Good job. This may not relate to you. But there's a lot of employees out there now. And I get it. People can't talk to people any type of way. I totally get that. He can't say anything to me and blah, 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 blah. But... You should be able to take constructive criticism, especially when you do any work. My mindset is this. If you can't take constructive criticism when you're working for somebody, how can you take constructive criticism when you're working to yourself? Because that's the big review. If you sell hats and this is Tommy's hats and somebody leave you a review like, the customer services suck and you're the seller. You're the only person there. Like, that's back on you. Or you can take that because it's your own business. Or you just probably be like, well, fuck it. It doesn't matter. He don't have to come back and buy a hat. But that's not what you want to do. So if you are iffy about your review, which it is because everybody has a brand now. Everybody has their own brand. So you're worried about your brand, what people say about it. How do you respond? If you do that, then do that when you go to work. If your manager asks you to do something, just do it. Now, if he asks you to go out and wash his car or some shit like that, don't do it. I'm not watching your car. my job description. But if he asks you to do some shit as your job description, then just do it. There shouldn't be a lot of like back because you asked to do this. And the only reason why they're asking you to do it because it can be done. Now, if it's something that they could have been done, I'm pretty sure they would do it. Like I said, scratch this out. If you have a bitch-ass manager who just don't give a fuck and is a dick, like, I probably get it. But a lot of guys are not like that. Me being a manager, talking to other managers from other stores, other companies and shit, people are not like that. We are the people who have, like, we, we have a goal. We have an vision in mind. We have an vision in mind. Here's the thing. Wherever you work, whether if you're employed or whatever, just stay focused on your goal and your vision and your prime vision. Do what you got to do. In my situation, I work the majority of the hours. I work through, I'm there all the time. So it's literally not fair that I got to come back and ask somebody to do some shit that they signed up for. Because I'm doing the shit I signed up for. I asked to be a manager. I, and that's another thing I hate. I had another employee from the store. like, oh, that's why I didn't sign up to be a manager. No, you didn't sign up to be a manager because you're stupid. That's what it is. It's it's nothing about the extra hours and don't want to. It's because you're stupid and you're fucking lazy. That's just what it is. That's just completely what it is. Okay? Your role is not really to manage people. Your role is to clean up the bathroom and pick up hot dogs off the fucking floor. Like, that's your role. That's your role. And, and this is specifically for the person who told me, oh, that's why. And it, like, that was like, that was a brag. That's why I didn't sign up for management. Like, like I'm dealing with poisonous snakes or something like that. Like, I'm a fucking venomous snake wrangler and shit. And I got bit four times. Oh, that's why. I didn't, that's a reason to say. That's why I don't wrangle snakes. Because I can get bit. 
and die. And I don't like snakes. I'm scared of them. I don't even touch worms, my nigga. So why would I go in here and touch venomous ass snakes all day? That's the reason to say that's why I'm not a snake ring. But for you to say that's why I'm not a man, they'll just because you nobody ever asked you to be a manager. That's what it is. Nobody thought you were cool enough to be a fucking manager. Nobody thought you was cool enough. It's a society, bitch. Like, it's a whole inside of it. It's special people. Nobody asked you to be a manager, so don't say it again. You're old and trying to not to work anyway. The same employee I'm talking about, she just gets sick all the fucking time. Every time she walk in, I got a headache. I got a hangnail. She just always try to find a way to just get out of work and just use her vacation days for no fucking reason. So now my question is, why do you go to work? But as soon as you solve it, like I gave her less hours, she lost her whole fuck. She lost her shit. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get rid of me? What is this? What is, is there something you would like? That's how she texts me. Is there something you would like to tell me? God is good all the time. All the time God is good. That's all I got to say. No, no, no. About something else. I don't know, lady. Spit it out what you want to talk about. Well, I just, if there's anything that needs, no, I, I, I re- reduce your hours because you don't like coming to fucking work. Like, why would I waste my time? Why do I want to hear you bitch about how much your hair hurt and you want me to, like, what's the point of you clocking in just for 30 minutes later you to go home? If you want a 30 minute job, like, then you need to do Uber because it takes about 30 minutes to pick up the food or pick up a person and take them across town or pick up their food and take it across. Town. That's about 30 minutes. Do that. But now when I reduce your hours, now you complain that you don't get enough hours like you're about to get fired. I'm confused. You want to work? You want to not work? That's the whole thing with these employees. The other thing that kind of really grinds my gears is other people in management. It's just other people in management. I guess they... I don't know what people's ceilings are. I don't know. I don't know what is your top level to go after. I was having a conversation with... Somebody. In two seconds. Hold on. I'm going to pause. First, I should have started that with this. Let, let me pause. Let's pause for a minute. I would have taken some time and apologized to a certain person. I had talked about them in a previous episode. They didn't like the things that I said. They didn't say they didn't like the type of promo or the things that I was cutting for them. They said certain things in their mind wasn't true. And I get it. I totally understand. I would like to apologize for going, you know, exaggerating if that's in. If that's what you want to say, but I, I'm really positive. I know she's going to listen and be like, "That's not really." Po- I, I'm I'm truly sorry for the things that I said. Nobody knows who you are, but I'm truly sorry about um, the things that I said. I, I I really am. She's a really dope person, so I apologize. I said I was going to do that. Where was I going? It's the bonkers. I shouldn't have, see. Anyhow, <laughs> there's people. Who gets a management position and just feel like that is the ultimate top shit. Like, this is the UFC heavyweight fucking champion of the world. Like, woo, I'm management now. Like, I just cannot, I don't have to do shit. I can do whatever I want to do and just tell people what to do. I have the right now to tell people what to do, to say what I want to say, to talk to people how I want to talk. There's people in management who does that. And for you, you make dope managers like myself. Look fucked up. Just completely. Just completely. And they're only doing it because the pay is more. Like, you're doing it for the pay. Like, if you're doing it just plainly for the money, 
and not adding any effort or quality to the shit, then don't fucking do it because you're not serious about it. You're not serious about it. There's a manager I work with now and she is getting on my last fucking nerves. Just last fucking shit. I am so close to fucking just... I And I can. And if you're like, well, why don't you? Well, one... I already work about 50 to 60 hours a week. I really don't want to work anymore because that's her job. She signed up for it. She gets paid. How the, the way of the pay structure, she gets a high amount and she gets unlimited overtime. And she still tries to like call, like not be there. But you're a manager and you get paid more money. You're supposed to be there. I get 50 some hours. She get 50 some. I like we just, we're the two people. We have to be here. And she just doesn't want to be there. And it's not like she has children or anything to do. She's a lonely, bitter-ass bitch. Like, she is a lonely, fucking, bitter bitch. That's just what she is. I've hung out with her. I've gotten to know her. I've, like, spent some time with her. So I can be like, you know what? You're a bitter bitch. <laughs> like, you're a whole bitter bitch. Like, it's just whole. This the whole thing. And for me to sit there and listen to the shit she had to say about her boyfriend, I told her, drew her fucking face. This is why this nigga finessed you. Because you're just a bitter bitch. This is what you are. It's just a bitter bitch. And she just, she tries to scheme and connive her way out of doing shit when you signed up for this and this is your job. Me and her had some exchange of words. She didn't like what I said. Of course, nobody likes what I say. If you haven't had a words of exchange, nobody likes what I say when you get me there. I just, I'm not the nicest person. Now, when you try to go back and you undermine and you try to play my intelligence, I then think you are the ops. I thought she was the ops a minute ago because just how, how she does shit. She fucking lied. Like, she called off and was like, oh, I got a yeast infection or been bleeding for months. But two days before that, she was in my living room rolling around like roly-poly-oly with her legs all wide open with short shorts on. Now, yeah, I went and tried to sanitize my carpet if that's what you, I don't want, I don't know how yeast is, but don't that shit mold or something like that, like that bread basically, I don't want mold or shit on my carpet, so I had to clean my fucking carpet, I get it, but if that was that bad, I don't know why you was rolling around, taking over, playing your music and shit, like we gave a fuck. So when I told her that, I really feel like your dude finessed you and this is why. And that's what it was. It was a conversation about her performance. Because of this breakup with this guy, her performing at work, it slumped. And I think as the boss, the main guy, I have a right to have this conversation. And like whatever is going in your home life is make you not performing up to the performance of which you should be performing. That's my job. My boss tells me that there's things that I go through. And she's like, you're not performing because you're focusing on shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell, my boss kind of knows. She's like, hey, I think you're focusing on fat girls just a little bit too much. You need to slow down and get your head in the game. That right there is a manager, a mentor, somebody who gives a fuck about you to bring you back in. So all I was doing was bringing her back in. It's the last quarter of the year. There's money on the table. Christmas is coming up. I got children. I told my daughter that I am best friends with Santa Claus. That we kick it and we hang out all the time. Who am I to show? I, I could never go and lie to Bonnie like that. Like I just can't. I listen. Not only do I hang out with Santa, but I am motherfucking Santa. Like, that's what it is. So it's last quarter, get your shit together because I need to get my shit together because I've already told my baby girl that it's about to go down for Christmas. And if you're a parent and you told your kids this shit is about to go down for Christmas, you better fucking back that shit up because it's about to go down for fucking Christmas. 
Now, I come from real-ass fucking parents and shit like that. A parent. And she was honest. Hey, listen. Boom. Mm, check this out. I got y'all after Christmas though. Like that's that's honesty. You want to be honest with your kids. So my excitement won't get up. So when I go into school and talk about, oh yeah, I'm about to get the kick action grip wrestling figures. No, I can't I can't do that. She was honest with me. So I'm honest with my daughter. We about to have a banging Christmas. You know why? Because I'm about to go in here and get some shit straight. I'm from one. I'm going to talk to my manager and say, hey, listen, you're not performing up to par. We got to get this shit together. I can't let Bunny down because I told her we about to have a bomb ass fucking Christmas and I'm cool with Santa Claus. And I've told somebody else, a, a lady, I'm cool with Santa Claus too. What you want, baby? Like, that's just what it is. So we got to come correct. Get your shit together because I'm getting my shit together. It's fourth quarter. Put your fours up. I don't know if anybody ever played football before, but in the fourth quarter, we put our fours up to signify that this is it. This is the last chance, 15 minutes. This is the last section of the game that we got what it takes to go ahead and get this W, get this win, and go home. And that was the conversation with her. We got three months to get this win and get the fuck up out of here and go home and make this company money. And I need you to be down. And you're not down. You're so focused and caught up on this Dude, who don't even give the nigga don't care, and it's okay. And I know your feelings are hurt, and I know you was in love and all that good shit. But we here to make money, baby. Like, check this out. The the money probably can't all the way mend your heart, but it can pay for a trip, so you can go see some shit. And that's all I'm about. I'm going through shit right now. You know what I'm saying? My my feelings is a little funky and shit. I want to go to Denver. Record a podcast, find some dope-ass strands, and get geeked out. That's just what it is. So we got to get this shit together. Upon me telling her about her performance, she disagreed. Like, she was she was the whole fucking glue that hold this shit together. Now, mind you, she's the reason I've lost certain employees, and they left, and I've been stuck short with people. And I've let that go. But now we're not going to let that go no more. So don't disagree with constructive criticism. And I always start things, in my opinion, it looks as if, you know what I'm saying? And you got a right to be like, no, that's not true. But don't just, no, I can't see it. I don't know. Well, who else? It's who else? Because I got one manager and that's you. I'm the boss. I'm the top dog. Not only that, I, I promoted somebody to be a shift lead to try to train them because I'm in the business of making leaders and you shitted on her. And now I got to stand up for her because I don't want her to leave because she's on time. She has my shift lead. She has a, a surgery and she bounces back and she fucking works. And you got a little menstrual and everything shuts down. Like, I don't, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've been around women all my life. I've, I've known women who have all the different type of elements of when it comes to, you know, their their reproductive organs and shit. And they go to work every fucking day and don't miss a drop. Matter of fact, they're more at work because they can't really get down with the get down because they have issues. Like, they ain't worried about no man or no shit because they shit and broke. They couldn't even give it up if they wanted to. So they go to work. So that way, by the time, they can take that time and get buzzed down when, when everything clears up. Shit, it's just what it is. That's just what it is. She didn't like it. She got mad. We had some exchange words. I was like, boom, that's why that nigga left you. He didn't want you. And she got mad. She lost her shit. She got mad. And then she proceeds to call HR and be like, he's physically assaulting me. Just unlie. And fucking lie. If you see the girl and you see me, the police would have been called. The, the, the police would have been called. I would have been locked up. We wouldn't be here right now and explain you what happened.
So these managers, these managers, they just, certain managers, not all managers, but certain managers, they, they get a little bit of power and they do what they do and they just forget. And, and basically my whole conversation with her was like, don't forget the basics. I know things is crazy at home. It is. But right here we should be focused because this is, this is, this is the money. And this is the point I'm wrapping this around to. You got to get, we got to get focused. We as a, as a whole race, I don't even just talk about black people. Just, we got to get focused. You got to start holding your friends and your people accountable if you want to go far. Because if not, you always heard it. If it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. Well, I don't want to be a duck. I don't want to be a duck. I want to be, I want to be better than a duck. I don't know what's the next top thing was a duck, but man, I want to be a pterodactyl because they fly. And they big as fuck. And they just, they run the fucking sky like they just soar. Pterodactyls, they run the fucking sky. Ask my son. He knows about pterodactyls. He's studying them. They run that shit. I don't want to be a duck. I want to be in the air. I want to be soaring. I want to be top fucking dog. I want to be headed as shit. And this is the path that I took on my way to get to the next level. I'm not even to where I am. But this is the path that I took. And we all need to have some type of grit, some grind or some girth in us to get to where we need to be. And if we're not doing it for ourselves, then do it for our children. Do it for our, our the people are after. They didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask to be here. Do it for them. Do it for do it for somebody. Get the grind. Get going. Get going. If you're making decent money, don't waste that opportunity. Because it's rough out here. It's hard as fuck. People are living in tents for no reason. People can't even... It's so hard. People who are going to work are getting thrown out their homes because it's just... Companies are selling housing now. Like, it's just it's just rough. Inflation, prices going up. We all got to get our shit together. We all got to get to a point that we're functioning. Now, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to make $500,000 a year. You don't have to make $100,000. You can be comfortable with whatever amount that you're making, but just make that amount to the fullest and be serious about your shit. And that, that's just all it is. That's just all it is. Wherever you work, be serious about your shit. And if you're not serious about your shit, if you don't want it, don't fuck up anybody else's plan because they're going to get grimy. They're going to get grimy. It's it's dog eat dog. Like, it's out here. It's me versus you. I was watching that interview with Diddy and he'd be like, no, I didn't caught up with people with contracts and shit like that. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But Diddy still got money. I don't see nobody else who really got money. He went after himself. Ain't nothing going to stop him from getting money. He always had. He's consistently been a millionaire for 20 plus more years. Like, that that's who I view people after. Like, let me view the people who's been consistently a millionaire. Consistently get the bag. Consistently get it. What do they do? They don't have emotion. I, I seen a video that says, it says, forget about short-term emotions. Leave that shit there. Leave it at the door. Because short-term emotions don't determine long-term goals. They don't. So we got to get to this point. And we got to do it forever. you want to do it. If you want to get a PlayStation 5, get serious and get that 5. If you want to get a house, get serious and get that house. Hell, if you just want to go on vacation, get serious and get that vacation. Whatever you do, whether it be an employee or a manager, even if you're the boss, don't lose. Don't, don't, if you're the owner of the company, don't lose sight of what needs to be done, of your grit, of how you got there. And if you do, then get the fuck out of the way for somebody else who, who's all about it. If you don't give a fuck and if you don't care and everything is cool, 
please move out the way for the next person who's, who's serious about their shit. Or if not, get ran over. Now, when you get ran over, don't get mad. Don't call HR. Don't be like, oh, I should have retaliated and shit like that and we not cool. Because you, you don't want to be cool. That's the issue with it. This is why there's a small amount. There's people who don't want to take advice and listen to the top percenters. And there's people who just think they can outdo them. Like, that's the thing. There's people out there. There's tons of people or YouTube entrepreneurs who's showing people people on game. And there's people who's listen. And there's people who don't listen. And there's people in the middle. I admit, I'm in the middle. I listen to some days and other days I don't. I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm still struggling with habits that everybody struggle with. But we got to be overall serious about life. And when you work for somebody or you're working with people, man, you got to be serious. I'm serious about the the wealth of, of my team members, too. I want them to succeed. I want them to take care of their families because that makes them very uh, productive employees. That makes them happy to come to work. I want you to get your hours. But if you're not doing what you need to be doing... And it's just bullshit. You're not serious. Then what are you going to be really serious about? If you're not serious about working at a gas station, are you really going to be serious? Like I said, people's like, well, it's not really what I want to do. No, but that you got to show the universe that you're passionate. The universe hasn't provided that for you because you haven't shown how serious that you're going to do some shit. Because even running, like even doing your own business or whatever, there's going to be some shit, some money you got to make where you just got to do it to make the money because it takes care of it. It's just, it's just what it is. And if you don't show the universe that you can be serious about anything, how's the universe going to provide? How the universe is going to take you serious that you're serious about your own stuff? Because it's the compassion, the empathy to be serious about somebody else to put in that energy to get that back to you. That's the karma. That's the whole karma. That's, that's the whole grid of it. So bonkers. Hybrid strand. It's good when you're dealing with disgruntled employees, disgruntled managers, and I get it. I get it, but keep focused on your goals. That job is just temporary. It's just to get you to the next level. If you want to succeed in the job and move up, well, then get serious about it too. But whatever it is, get serious about something. Have some focus. It's getting hard. We need to get this shit together. Ain't nobody going to look out for us. The government don't care. They care, but they don't care. It, it's, a, it's a double-headed story. Barker's hybrid strand. It's good when you have a rough, crazy day to just sit down, roll it up with some close people, and let the shit out. As we always like to say here, so many strands, so little time. And I thank you guys again for joining us on this episode of Far Out Strand of the Hour.